Episode about this entire episode is going to open your third <laughs> eye hole. Guess what, guys? We're doing another episode about space. We have to do it. We figure that we didn't get to everything we wanted to last time. Like, and you guys loved it so much the first time that we were like, okay, we're gonna do it a second time. Why not? <laughs> okay, <laughs> twist our arm. <laughs> it sounds good. Sounds well, here good. we are. It's Sunday afternoon. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Highly Enlightened. Get out there. Get out there and share this bitch. Share this bitch. Come in other people's <laughs> ear holes. I mean, share this bitch. It startled me how aggressive I was. Share this bitch. <laughs> share this bitch. Get on it. But seriously, guys, share this Please. bitch. You guys really need to get on it and like and comment and subscribe. And if all else fails, you would have done society a service by passing on valuable information about the most it's, valuable thing in this reality. It's like handing the information torch on to the next idiot. What else do you want? I mean, we're handing you, essentially we're handing you... The keys to magic the information beans. highway. Yeah, we're, at, we're giving you magic beans, so to speak. Go ahead and plant these beans in everyone's minds. Why don't you? Don't you want to be responsible for something like that? I was going to say, space is the up-and-coming shin. It's the new shindig, y'all. It's been... I know, but it's like... It's getting even yeah, more. Yeah, it's getting all, like, super mainstream now. Which is kind of cool because, like I told you, now that they're coming out with all these crazy movies about, like, maybe some sweet shit is happening, maybe we'll get some of these lazy-ass millennials that are like, <laughs> oh, I can't work, that's too complicated for me. Or the Have fact some free chips. that, like, nobody wants to open a book because it's just way too overly stimulating for their brains. Listen, the best thing you're ever going to do is read a book written by Kip Thorne. It's all about black holes. Tesseract. Or do yourself a favor and at least just go outside for one night, stare up at the sky, and just think to yourself, what is out there? Beyond this 3D reality lies... A reality of maybe five, maybe 26 dimensions. Anywhere in between there. <laughs> Nobody really knows. And if that doesn't spark your interest, I'm not quite sure what will. Well, either way, people are out there and discovering shit. We have so much to talk about. So, recently, as you guys are aware with last week's podcast, we've been really getting into quantum physics and black holes and space and blah de blah 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 So we were like, oh, cool, you know, let's watch some more shit on this. And then we ended up hearing about this crazy-ass thing called the Kepler Array, number three. Kepler Orrery. Yeah, that's it. Kepler mm -hmm. Orrery, number three. Number three specifically. I don't know why number three. I think it's just named after a dude. But, I think so, too. But even still, it basically what it is, is it's a map that documents all the different galaxies with what seem to be the planets revolving around suns, is what we think. Yeah, so basically it's like a map 
of every single solar system that we've found. Solar system slash planet um, that we've found. And so on this map, it shows... So it's basically when you look at it, it's just a whole bunch of spinning balls. Circles within circles within circles. But And it's, it's, it looks really weird. It's actually on like an actual... Like it's a, a realistic scale of how fast these things are actually moving. Each one of them has their own speed that they're turning at. It's obviously not real, but... And you can like compare it to ours. Like, and like to what put it, it on... Like. Yeah, it's like... um. It's like a swatch. <laughs> yeah, it really kind of is. For the solar system. It kind of is, Or the yeah. universe, I should say. And you look at it and it's nuts because there are certain solar systems with huge gas planets. I think we already talked about this. We didn't? Okay, good. Because, yeah, there are certain <laughs> solar systems with, like, huge gas giants, which are basically like Jupiter, Saturn... Except for they're right next to a sun, so they're called Hot Jupiters. And it's really cool to look at this map because basically the whole point is some of these solar systems could not have been made. At least the way. The way that they're set up, if that makes sense. Like, like for example, there's no way that Jupiter can be created near the sun. So, for two hot start. Jupiters to be near a sun, they would have had to travel... A really long time in space. Like, almost across the different galaxy and got their size and almost, like, the, basically fell into the gravitational pit of the sun. So, if you think about, like, a trampoline laid out... We did talk about this in the last one, but this is an easier way to catch you guys up. If you think of a trampoline and you put a ball in the center and say that's the sun... Right? Well, the sun obviously drops a little bit of weight. And then you put, like, a different planet. You put Earth or Mars or Neptune, whatever you want to put. And they all have their own weight. They all have their own weight. Well, what basically happened is Jupiter came out of nowhere and, like, basically got pulled into the gravitational pull of the sun. Because, obviously, it's so fucking big that it got pulled into that gravitational pull from so far away that it's literally probably taking out these, like, baby planets on the way mm -hmm. that it's coming in. So, and like, it's just rejecting planets left and right, making its way. Until slowly but surely, either the sun turns into, like, a white pulsar or a white dwarf, I mean, and, like, uh, gives up on its, like, energy. Mm-hmm, its nuclear fuel just... And burns out and Burns out. It'll die out. And become... And then the gas giant that's the hot Jupiter that's left over will then turn into a fucking cold Jupiter mm -hmm. that's just... And making this creepy, these... big, black, dark rock just lurking. And that's just, like, coming down to hunt down your planet and take over your fucking solar system. Jupiter is basically the boss of our solar system. It's basically what keeps our solar system intact with the sun. That's mm -hmm. what basically keeps us middle planets in line and in balance is Jupiter. Because if we didn't have Jupiter there, there's no way our middle planets would exist even at all. Because nope. there's no, like, even Goldilocks zone or mm -hmm. even any, like, point of balance in between. Exactly. They say even, like, with our planet, how we initially think it started... And I think we brought this up last time, but um, how we think it started is Jupiter and Saturn were somewhat close to the sun, and then they actually got tossed out because of the gravitational pull, and they also threw another planet out, which we believe is now Planet Nine, which is pretty cool. Yes. But also, to go back on the whole like white dwarf and pulsar things, recently, and I know this is a new one for all y'alls out there, so mm -hmm. listen up, open your ear holes. This is pretty cool, because this is the first time ever in history... 
that we first time ever. But that we've discovered a white pulsar or a white dwarf turning into a pulsar. So like, but basically what that means is like a planet, like a sun, basically losing its nuclear fuel. Yep. And casting off a strobe light, essentially. So it's burning so much of the fuel, and it's creating radiation. That it's just creating heat. And it's just bouncing around everywhere. Yeah. Well, so it's creating so much heat, and when you create heat, there's light. And so there's so much light escaping from um, this white dwarf that it the light escapes from the top and the bottom of the planet to create a strobe. Yeah, so it doesn't come out like how you would think like a normal star. You think of like even if you take a picture of a star, it's like a diamond. Almost mm-hmm. like, and it comes out from all angles. Well, this isn't like this. This is literally only the top and the bottom, and that's it. And then the and the it's star literally is just spinning. spinning so fast it looks like so it looks like a strobe light you're or at like a siren or yeah. some shit. And it's literally <laughs> just a strobe light. If you have in epilepsy, space. this is not your friend in space, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so, pretty cool. And the and thing what, that's so amazing about this discovery is that it just kind of adds on to my obsession because it's just another thing that we're not able to prove wrong and it's another step closer to proving that black holes are the reason for well what this means too everything well and what i think you're trying to point at is what this means is now that we're seeing this happen is as we slowly progress and we see this happening is it's going to turn into a black hole Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. Exactly. Like, there's a set of rules that apply to this makeup of this pulsar that exactly applies to the laws of gravity in general that would have to correlate with black holes, wormholes. So finding something like this, like a pulsar, basically gives, like, physicists and, like, just, like, universe galaxy lovers in general, like, hope that we're not wrong. We're still moving in the right direction, and even though it's a fucking crazy idea, and even though we've proven that black holes already exist, it's just kind of, like, reassuring that, It's giving us that confirmation. Yeah, we're only missing the equation for gravity so far, and we're on the right track. We know it's out there somewhere. And, yeah, we're not missing seven other equations out there. Like, right now, we're basically pretty much predicting what's what is true another crazy thing though that's happening is now that we're seeing being able to capture all these explosive beginnings and all these explosions happening and all these pulses of lights and stuff another cool thing is that they have explosive beginnings of a supernova nova spotted uh and that's actually from a red dwarf but this one's about five thousand light years away from our galaxy but the catch is is it's 70 times brighter than the sun so that's how we found it, is because it's so fucking bright that, like, it's, like, hard not to see it. It's, like, the brightest star out there that your eye immediately, like, if they took, like, that giant picture of the Hubble telescope, you're, like, boom, there. Because you're just, like, it's just so bright. Oh, my God. So they, they're capturing even explosive beginnings happening. Yeah. Of, like, even the start. So now, not only are we getting the start in the middle, which is kind of where we're at, uh-huh. but then we also have the end which, which is, is the what, white dwarf. The white dwarf. So we have the red dwarf, which is the start. Mm-hmm. And that's the explosive beginnings that's 70 times brighter than our solar system, than us. 
and then we have the pulsar from mm-hmm. this white dwarf. So and how stars die. So we're seeing all these kind of things crazy, like, happening right before our eyes, and, like, obviously we've never been able to prove it because we've never had the technology until, like, just no, recently. exactly. But it's just, like, all this stuff is recently happening. Well, and didn't we find that black hole eating that star? Yeah, so we also saw not only a black hole eating a star... That's a big deal. Which is pretty crazy, too. And you see the black hole, like, getting bigger. But you also... I showed you another one that was posted on NASA's site that they took pictures of this um, solar system. I, I can't remember how many light years away it is. But you can basically see all these planets orbiting, and like you can see them all rotating in a circle, and it's basically proof that we know a black hole exists because like from 1996 all the way until like now, they've been filming the orbits of this, and it just goes like super slow, super slow, and then once it gets like to this curve, like down at the bottom of the curve, it's just like whoop! And it just goes, like, super fast all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And obviously nothing would have the speed of that except mm-hmm. for a black hole. Like, there's nothing in that we even know of that can, like, change the speed of something exactly. to be that fucking, astro- like, astronomical that, mm-hmm. you like, is mind-boggling to you. So it's, like, confirming yeah. that they're out there just lurking, ready to eat us alive. Well, and what's even crazier, and what I've discovered, is that through scientists or physicists, like, trying to discover more and more black holes, they're coming across just clumps of dark matter in general that they're mistaking for black holes because they're not visible, (laughs) but it's clumps of, like, dark energy that's, like, not as strong as a black hole, but is pulling, like, I mean, there's clumps of even, like, radiation out there, mm-hmm. there's clumps of magnetism totally. out there, yeah. and so sometimes that affects stuff, and they end up just finding clumps of shit that they don't want to find, but yeah, that's pretty crazy to me, too. That no, exactly, just, like, exactly, and you touched on it earlier, this is what you were saying, it's a small galaxy, and it's about 1.8 light years away, 1.8 billion light years away, excuse me. It's a supermassive hole observing uh, on the, it has a gorging opening on a large star and it's ripping it to shreds into debris and light. Uh, Bright x-rays are radiated from the location and it's a material that fell into a black hole. And you can see it because it's millions of degrees hotter and it processes in a full decade. So it takes a full decade for this to sit there and spin and get super fucking hot. And it's 10 times larger than any observed star's death, which means it's definitely a black hole. Yep. Like, we know it's a black hole because it's sitting there and it's getting so hot and the gas is getting so hot and it's so bright that, like, we can't ignore it. And, like, the x-rays that are being radiated are literally... We can pick them up on our planet and observe Mm -hmm. them almost every single day. Isn't it crazy that something can have that much power? And it's 1.8 billion light Light years years away. away. Imagine how powerful it is. It's crazy, man. The fact that we know exactly the maximum capacity that a black hole can warp blows my mind. Because do you realize how big that is? Or how much math they had to do to figure that out. Like That too. But do you know how big that is? It's that unfathomable. Is like, like, nobody can really it's understand dangerous. it. dangerous. Well, nobody can understand it. I mean, it's hard for us to even comprehend... I know, swimming across even... an ocean, you know? know, like, let alone just a fucking going to the moon. I mean, the recent shit that's going on with the moon, though, is pretty cool, even. I mean, they just want to build the moon as a gas station, because basically, and my thought, I totally agree with this, is if it's really expensive to get 
from anywhere in space. But you can use the moon pretty well. Because you could use the moon as a gas station. You could throw, say, all of your stuff that you need at the moon. The moon doesn't have any, like, atmosphere at all. So if you need to launch a spaceship off the moon, it's cake. It doesn't take much energy at all. So in the the technology that we have, the hardest part is obviously getting from Earth to wherever. It's getting through our atmosphere. Our atmosphere is fucking so strong and so thick that that's the problem. So my thought is, why not just fucking put a gas station basically on the moon? And I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's literally the next steps is, why don't we put every single time we're supposed to do a mission, we'll just launch everybody from the moon the first stop that they'll go to is the moon we'll have a little base there they'll hang out whatever they'll get their ship ready we'll have all the fuel at the moon we'll just keep doing supply mm-hmm. trips to the moon to the moon to the moon, to keep the moon. Tag tra- yeah tag teaming it. why not and there's no like i said there's and even that you can shoot off the moon and you can use the the looping from the earth to get more speed and then you can shoot off it's brilliant you know what part of physics fucks me Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was... Is, like, do you remember that Rick and Morty... Okay, the moon seems really small to me. It is very small. And so, like, what I picture in my mind, when I think of, like, small stars and planets Satellites that are just, things, like, yeah. com- like significantly smaller than our own planet, is, like, that Rick and Morty episode <laughs> where they're just huge mm. and they're just walking all over this tiny-ass ball of a planet... It takes them, like, ten seconds Would that from happen? Is that, like, that could happen, right? I mean, theoretically, yeah, you'd think it could happen. I mean, I don't see why it couldn't, but... It'd be so weird. I mean, you could land on anything in space if it And walk big on enough. it, I guess. Yeah. It's could... fucking terrifying, because then that, like, presents the idea of... God, it... we are so tiny, dude. Like makes if you there's feel an really alien small. out there, they're just gonna walk like on our. It planet. makes you feel really small. That's definitely for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, but speaking of like crazy moons and things like that, we can even touch on all the crazy stuff that we've heard of with Saturn yeah. and Kinesi. We haven't talked to you guys about all the, the stuff they found on Titan. Man, we've we like so we got into the planetary society, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna contribute. I'm gonna become a member. I haven't done it yet. Sorry, Bill Nye, but <laughs> planetary society. If you guys haven't checked it out, is pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. They have a podcast too. They come out with it every couple weeks. I don't know if it's every couple weeks or month. I'm I pretty don't sure know it's either. every couple weeks. I think it's weeks. every week. Couple weeks. I think it's every two weeks, or if not every month, which is kind of shitty. But if you think about it, like space and science news doesn't happen at the drop of a no, dime. it doesn't. There's not a lot to like touch base on daily. But either way, these guys like basically all their money goes to space exploration and doing different stuff, and they're the ones that basically gave us the updates with like Saturn and their new Kinesi. Cassini. Or Cassini, 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 whatever it is. I always forget the name of it. All the satellites and stuff are so hard to keep track of. I know. It's so hard. I'm really bad Dude, with names, Dude, she's a too. bad bitch. Yeah, she is a bad Cassini's bitch. Cassini's doing the damn thing, So man. not only did she fly for 30 years out there. No, 13 years out there, I think is what it is. Oh, no, I it, think it it's 30. 30. From the 70s. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's from 90, 96 or something. Oh, okay. It's from You're 96. right, 13 years. Yeah. 13 years. 
Still. No, it's still. Wait. No, it's still like 20 years. It's pretty close to 20 years. No, that camera's gotta be from the 70s. It's so shitty. I don't know. Either way. It's been flying for a long ass time out there. And she's been collecting data. She's been proving that there's shit on Saturn that we had no idea. We, dude, we had no idea what Saturn was. We had no idea what Saturn really looked like, is what I'm discovering. We, we figured out that not only is it like a different Holy shape shit. than what we thought, we thought we figured out there's vortexes and storms. Mm-hmm. We figured out that there's different things going on with their satellite planets, all their moons. Like, we figured out that, like, Titan, Titan has, has ammonia water. Ammonia and, water. And it has rivers and streams of ammonia water and clouds. clouds. And they can watch clouds form over a 24-hour span, yep. thunderstorms, and crazy shit like that. And that Titan would be the place to have life. If, if there were. Anywhere yeah, in it, our solar system. And there, it'd be ammonia water, so everything would be ammonia-based. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be pretty crazy. And then they even found on Europa uh-huh. that... Um, it's basically a moon that's only dust and snow yeah. and wind. There's giant snowballs that they can see and that are rolling across the planet that are creating yeah. all these different mm-hmm. lines that are like wrapping around it. So it literally looks like a like a marble that has like little etchings all over it. It's crazy. Yeah. Or um like I said, I don't know, they figured out that we thought there was only, like, two sets of rings. Really, there's, like, seven sets of and rings. And they figured out the distances between them. Oh, my God. Or that you can't, like, you can only see them from certain sides. And, and like, certain, depending on the year, Saturn's actually a different color. It's not yellow. It's actually blue. Like, there's been some crazy yeah, fucking Yeah, it turns from blue to gray. To yellow to green. Like, the vortexes, like we said, on the north and south pole are hexagonal, mm-hmm. and they look like freaking purple little blue balls. It's crazy. Yeah, and the rings are only as thick as a piece of paper, is how they would describe it. Our satellite was literally flying in between rings and, like, creating little patterns inside the rings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, so we were doing, like I said, and the pro, the th- I think the craziest part to me is that we sent that probe down to Titan and then we found out that much shit. That there's water, that much water on a different planet. Like, that to me is fucking nuts. You know what blows me about, like, this whole trip that she's made is that, like, here we were thinking, all right, we know Saturn. We know everything about good. Saturn. Yeah, it's got these we know sweet we, rings, yeah. dog. But it's like, we don't... God, we didn't know shit. So then that makes me want to, like, say, okay, let's travel a little bit farther. What else are we wrong about? And could we be drastically wrong about something? And one day we're going to just send a satellite farther than we ever have. And we're going to come back with some information, and it's going to be like, wait. Well, even if you think about, like... How come this has been here the whole time? Like, with those hexagons and the ammonia water, and it's like... And the changing of colors. You'd think that from a telescope we'd be able to see that, but... You can discover so much just by going to Saturn. Imagine, like, if we went farther, how much more we could learn about space in general. 
Well, even the Voyager one, I think the Voyager one is pretty cool. The Voyager satellite, that's the one that went to Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And we saw it, like, finally got some really sweet, oh fucking cool-ass pictures Jupiter of Jupiter. So not only did we get some, like, really cool-ass pictures of Jupiter, but we actually figured out, like, the best way to space travel using that satellite. Because that's the first one that did, like, the wrapping. Mm-hmm. Like, where it was, like, wrapping around a planet to gain speed. So that's kind of cool, too, at least with that one. But back to Cassini? Cassini? Cassini. Cassini, yeah, Cassini. Just think Sorry, of Cassie. Guys. I don't even fucking know, man. I don't know why I can't get it right. <laughs> you struggle. Everyone has their, like, name or word. Like, I'm good at math, and I can figure at... out the science behind it and stuff like that. But, like, you tell me the fucking name Names. of somebody, I'm like... Yeah, Saturn, Cassini, Canisi, <laughs> Khaleesi. I know. Is it Khaleesi? That's the Game of Thrones, Khaleesi. bitch. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Oh, Sounds funny. <laughs> Back to that bad bitch, though. The coolest part about the like last part of her mission, man, is what she's going to do to the end the very last part. The grand finale. She's going to just fly straight into the fucking atmosphere of Saturn. of Saturn. We have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea the makeup of Saturn. We have no idea Dude, the atmosphere. How hilarious. But we're going to collect as much data as we can right before she burns out. And not only the only reason that they're doing that because we obviously would want to collect more information it's just they don't have no fuel. They have no more fuel. They ran it all. They're done. What would be so funny is if she plunges into the atmosphere and we're like all right, this is it. And she's just plunging and plunging, and then it's like, okay, when is she going to burn up and blow up into smithereens? Okay, when is it going to happen? And she just keeps, like, floating in there and floating in there. And it's like nothing what we think it's going to be. It's, like, not as harsh as we think it's going to be. And then she just finds, like, this whole other, like, like, world. Like, there's, like, a core that's, like, rock in the middle of Saturn and she just lands there and she's just like huh and it's just like gas oh my god that's like a dream come true that would never happen but or I think the crazier part is what if we thought that we knew it had some sort of solid part and and it's closer than we thought no there's no solid at all. It's just gas straight through. And she just flies through. Just straight through. And we have no <laughs> and idea. And then we're like, okay, there it's goes gone. our satellite. It's gone forever. <laughs> yeah, we saw it fly okay. from top to bottom. We literally saw it like etch through. Like I we, guess I never thought about that. Like that could definitely happen too. Because they say it's just it's like just gas. gas. I can't even like imagine... A planet without a hard surface. I know, right? Like, it, it's really weird. But, Not I mean, weird. there's got to be a core to it somewhere. It's like I can kind of imagine it because we have water and that's kind of the closest thing. And, like, we have clouds and that's another, like, that's the closest thing we would get to experiencing, like, a certain, like, gas hovering above us. But, like, I could never imagine just, like, a straight-up gas <laughs> You're planet. You're just going straight through, like, from, passing from one pole to the next. Like having so weird. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It'd be really. And then it's like it's it's not like a hard mass. So how do you even travel through the thing? How do you like? Do you just use coordinates the whole time? Like, there's no way to like use landmarks really. Like, you just have to like. It's not like you can say go left at the gas station. Exactly. You just have to like fly through it, and it's all gas and smoggy, and you're just. What do you know? We have no more energy, but we're going to see what happens. Oh, my God. 
All that awesome. data that they collect, though, is fucking crazy. Even the amazing. one of the Voyager, the all the fucking pictures that are coming out of the Voyager, fucking between the whirling winds, are all these little baby tornadoes that are going down at towards the southern of the planet. So you can see like all these little like baby tornadoes mm-hmm. and stuff, and then obviously you have the huge red dot in like the corner that can swallow thirty planets of ours, and like I don't know, it's just like all these crazy satellites that are doing so much crazy stuff that, like I said. Our next big thing, though, is to get people out there again. But I don't know. I think a lot of people are afraid to send people because space is a scary thing, man. A lot of things can go wrong. It's unpredictable. A lot of things can go wrong. Well, and the thing about space is that all bets are off. Like, you can't stop yourself in space. Like, the laws of physics are magnified. Yeah, like once you, like, if you yeah, go it's not like off, Earth where like you push a ball off a cliff and like if someone catches it, everything's fine. Or it stops eventually. Like if you go flinging out into space, you're see you later. Fucked. Like unless you have something to grab onto, and even that would be tough shit. I mean, you're fucked. Well, even if you got hit by something in space too, it's gonna come at you fast. Yep, and it's you... not gonna come at you fucking slow. Or, like, you know, well, because, baseball or something. Like, it's going to come at you, like, as fast as the weight it is. Like, well, the speed. bigger, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. the bigger it is, it has to match its weight. It has to match its weight in speed. <clears throat> if that makes sense. So, if you have, like, a huge. Inertia equals speed times mass, or speed over mass, or some shit mm-hmm. like that. But, yeah. If you have, like, a huge ass asteroid coming your way, it's going to be coming at you the speed of a bullet. Like, how they described it in Gravity. Like, how that, the pieces of the satellites were coming at them. Mm. And that is the speed of a bullet. Half of that shit is traveling at the speed of bullets in our, like, reality, if that makes sense. Yeah, but they did a terrible job on that. That was terrible, but, I mean, that's what it would be like. just disappointed. Okay, Hollywood. Do better. Do make make better Hollywood movies. doesn't care about science. They just want to, like, advertise Sandra Bullock in a fucking... <laughs> George Clooney, you bastard. You yeah, they the want to advertise Sandra Bullock in her spaceship with her umbilical cord. Although she was spe- fixing the Hubble when she was out there. Way to go, Sandra. You fucked it up. You fucked it up, Sandra. Gravity was a terrible movie. You know what I always think about when I watch those movies? Hmm. How come no one ever barfs in their suit? I bet you people do. And Dude, I, how do you not? Or shit themselves or piss themselves? Like, and it, like, I think honestly, like, you're a strong motherfucker if you don't puke in space because you're, like, entering a reality that you've never experienced before. Why wouldn't you puke? And you're just spinning. Or you're just not used non-stop. to Non-stop. Yeah. You're spinning non-stop. You can't tell which way's up or down. Like, how do you not puke? Yeah, you have no north or south. You have no up or down. You have no, like, left or right. Yeah, like, I mean, you even saw, like, in the movies, when they look down, they're just, I mean, you're just continually spinning, spinning. and you just kind of have to, like... It'd be so crazy. ...work your way through that. I wonder if they just dope them up, like, give them, like, some Dramamine (laughs) times ten or something. It's, like, some ultra-sweet form of Dramamine that, like... Right, that doesn't make you tired, but you're, like... Just fucks you up and keeps your balance in vertigo. Because I would puke. I would suffocate in my suit from puke. (laughs) (laughs) I 
you just shit. puking and suffocating. Shit and puke all in your suit. I'd just be like breathing floating. in my puke. Oh, God. Get me out of this suit. Is there an ejection vacuum out of this thing? That'd be so cool. And me. then from then on, you get the pukey smelling suit. Mm. <laughs> For the rest of the trip. Well, rookie, you get this suit. Sorry. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Oh my god. I bet you they do that shit. And I bet you, like, they just play cruel jokes on each other that, like, somebody's probably going to the bathroom and, like, mm-hmm. gravity's still on, so, like, everything falls down, obviously. Yeah. And then somebody just, like, turns on the anti gravity or whatever and everything just starts floating. They're like, God damn it, Bob, I was wiping. <laughs> Gross. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh my that god. is, like, fucking gnarly. I know. I think it would just be fun to be in a zero gravity area. The only zero gravity we can do on Earth is that stupid airplane that just falls out of the sky. And you only get zero gravity for like three or four seconds. Really? Yeah. It literally, all it does that is... That ain't it, worth it. it. All it does is it flies like up super high mm-hmm. and then it just like drops. And then like all you feel is zero gravity. And oh, just everything like, just catches up with each other? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, that only lasts a second. Yeah. No, it literally, like I said, lasts like one or two seconds. That like, it's ain't kinda worth stupid. it because I'd shit my pants and puke before I'd even like realize it's zero gravity. I'd be like, <laughs> what? I'd be like, when are we going to hit He's zero like, gravity? <laughs> oh, God. Are we on zero gravity? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, it's already done. Oh. <laughs> I just puked everywhere. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, you puked through that. What? Wait, it was going on during... That's why my puke floated for a while. That's so weird. That was it. I could literally touch my puke. That sucks. Well, like, they say the only time it'll ever be as quiet as space on Earth is in a float tank. I want to try one. And I want to try one just because I want to experience... I want to know what a float tank's like. A super quiet environment like yeah because they i mean they say even oh god they say the coolest thing ever is to go in a float tank and trip balls so that way you can just like experience all this crazy shit well the thing about it is like you're just sitting and you're floating in water and there's just lights all around you or no lights i would (laughs) or no lights if you don't want lights Um, but it's super quiet and you just float there you would never wake up if you had alarms you would never wake up oh hell no Oh, God. That'd be the worst thing ever in society. People get so lazy. People never wake up on time for anything. I know. That's why they're not easily readily available to everybody. Because nobody would wake up on time for anything. No. I still want one, though. Well, and they're like thousands of dollars. I still want one. (laughs) One of these days, I will get rich. I want one, too, baby. Wait till I get my money right. Nah. No quoting. We should just send Kanye's bitch ass into space. Yeah, see how he likes you wanna it. You want to do something cool? Go talk to the bulk you beings. You want attention? For us. Go up into space. Go talk to the bulk beings and ask them the equation of gravity for us. Like, oh, like you God. would know it. Like you would know the answer. He'd be like, the equation of gravity is actually love. He thinks he's Einstein anyway. That's true. Speaking- Einstein is the true God. Einstein, speaking of Einstein, there's supposed to be a cool Einstein thing coming out, and that's going to be coming out, I think, in April. Yeah. So. You guys got to check that shit out. E equals MC squared, y'all. Edumacate yourselves. E equals MC squared. Praise it. 
what other space things should we talk about? There's other space things that I'm sure we can talk about. How about the Rotten Egg Nebula? How it's just straight sulfur and how all these different nebulas. Yeah, there's a butterfly nebula, the Rotten Egg Nebula. Um... They're, but, like, all of them, basically, the reason why they're different colors and, like, different things is because they emit different radiation and different waves that we can see. Mm-hmm. And that we can pick up on not only telescopes, but satellites, which is kind of cool, too. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Like, the Rotten Egg Nebula, though, they call it that because it smells like straight-up sulfur. Well, they don't know what it smells like, but they okay. assume... If you could survive in space, yeah, like, what would space smell like? Well, it, I guess it depends on where you're at, because if you're in the Rotten Egg Nebula... It's gonna smell like... It's gonna smell like rotten eggs, What man. does Earth smell like, I wonder? Ugh, dirt. Or it, pollution. How come no one's asked this before? What does Earth smell like from space? Because you're... What if you know what I imagine? But, like, if you could survive, obviously. It'd be pretty cool if you could. I imagine it smelling like wet rocks. What do you think the moon smells like, then? Because I think the moon would smell like wet dust and rocks. Like a grandma's house or something. I don't know. Like a muddy house. The earth would smell like a mist. Not evergreens? No. Like a mist of water and dirt and rocks. See what happens when you get two stoners high? (laughs) Where the moon... What does the earth smell like, I think the moon would be like... Just a boring rock. I mean, what else could the moon smell like? Let's be real. Now let's get interesting. What is Mars gonna smell like? I think Mars would smell like, uh, oh god, the desert. Like, just, like, you know what the sun smells like? Mm-hmm. Like when the sun beats like down. The, su- the sun beats down on, like, sand. Yeah, it smells like hot and, like, heat. Mm-hmm. And, like, sun and, like, yeah, burning. Yeah, that's what I imagine Mars to smell like. Yeah. I don't even know what Saturn would smell like. Whatever fucking diseased gas I can't breathe in on Earth because it would kill me. Well, either that or it'd be, like, um, like helium or something. We just fly around it. It'd taste all sweet or, like, um, laughing gas or some shit. That'd be so awesome. Mm-hmm. Laughing gas tastes like sugar and sweet. So that'd be really cool if it smelled like that. Or it tasted like that. That would be cool. We'd just die around Jupiter. Like oh, God, Siri, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm glad you guys caught that. Don't you hate it when that happens? Don't you hate it when Siri all of a sudden, she's like, you sit there and you say something, and then she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. She doesn't do and that like, you're fucking me. bitch, Siri. <laughs> It's because you don't have the iPhone 7 so like, or 6S or whatever. Every time, because you do this, watch, watch. Everybody's going to get pissed. Hey, Siri. I hope that fucked all your phones up because it fucked my phone up. <laughs> so, like, yeah, every single time you do that or, like, if she think, hey, shit face. Oh, she didn't pick it up. Sometimes she'll pick it up if you just say, like, things that kind of sound like Siri. <laughs> Shit face, Siri. Hey, hey, what, what's... Miri. Hey, Siri. See? Bitch. <laughs> There's no need for that. Oh. 
See, this is what happens. <laughs> she gets all spicy. We get all spicy. Even still. Siri, just mind your own fucking business. Alright, guys. We hope that you guys enjoyed this and experience some, you know, true science and space. We know we cut this short, but you guys need to go out there, look up the Planetary Society, join yes. their podcast if you really want. Donate. So we can, you know, promote them and they can promote us. A little scratching of backs yes. there. Planetary Society, Go outside up. with a loved one or by yourself. Who gives a shit? Go look up at the stars. You know, check out, get a telescope. Think about how small you are get a sweet ass telescope there's some pretty cheap ones out there for like a hundred bucks or so i mean i'm gonna get one it's gonna be cool guys we'll post some join pictures. us we can have a club we can have a space club science we should we should join a space club where we all just planetary get high, society where yo. we all just get high and we just look at the stars okay you know what science weed and math unite and one gonna be like the power cats or some shit we're gonna fucking do it and you're gonna join because you're gonna care about something other than yourself god join. damn it join our movement our planet movement to find the new bulk being space won't do you dirty Unless... space will be there for you your boyfriend will leave you wow <laughs> no I'm right here that was <laughs> shit that was not uh, i'm talking to them yeah this isn't about us <laughs> you're gonna do this right now i'm just kidding guys we know we're fine but it was your really jobs funny. are always gonna treat you like garbage yeah quit your job your friends they don't really care explore space quit your job but space will be your friend and space will teach you the language of love the only language you need the only thing that transcends because the love that it gives you is the love of truth. The love Numbers of... don't lie. You can't argue where a number comes from. Only <laughs> the answer. How deep is that shit, man? Eat it up, everybody. Okay, but seriously. Episode 19. Highly enlightened. Like us. Subscribe. Come eat. Don't be bitches. You know, spread the love out there. Get a telescope. Join some space movements <laughs> and shit. How many times do we have to tell you? Just do it. Do it up, new. All right, y'all. Be safe. We love y'all. Get out there and enjoy the movements. Love, space, and weed. 420, y'all. Coming back at you <laughs> next week. See ya.